Thanks for joining me on episode 1,222 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Joshua Johnson. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to find your purpose and calling is key, and one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, with my friend, Scott Mader. The law of money of getting all you can in any way you can, any time you can, should be replaced with a different value about doing all the good you can, all the places you can, all the times you can, for all the people you can. Maybe instead of desiring more... Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's Spiritual Foundation episode about investing in others, I talk with you about Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 13. I share how this passage isn't about having a financial plan for Christians, and I also talk about how our faith grows out of the smallest things. Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 13 says, Then Jesus said to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. So he summoned him and said to him, what is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, what will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I've decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it fifty. Then he asked another, And how much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourself by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful in very little is faithful also in much. And whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you've not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. By the way, there's another verse here, verse 14, that we'll talk about a little later. This passage has a couple of things in it that a lot of times people have heard and pull out of it and use in various ways, both the you cannot serve two masters, you cannot serve God and wealth, which is also shows up in other places. And then whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. Those passages you'll often hear pulled out of this. But in the larger context, I think 
there's a lot about this passage that initially is very confusing, confrontational to us, and makes us begin to think in a different way. But let's talk about verse 14 first. There's this need to keep reading. The very next verse says, the Pharisees who were lovers of money heard all of this and they ridiculed him. Now, this isn't another chance or another passage to say, oh, there's those Pharisees again, being bad and being stupid. No, instead, it's really about examining our own hearts. It's about looking at our own. If we heard this parable of the dishonest manager and had that moment of rolling your eyes or raising your eyebrows or wait, wait a minute, this is over the top hyperbole. This is somewhat ridiculed. This is ridiculous. This is crazy. Then we actually are somewhat ridiculing the parable here that Jesus is telling. The truth is, I think most of us, many of us, probably even all of us at some level are lovers of money, probably far more than we'd ever like to admit to ourselves or to anyone else. So this parable is one that I think we're called to wrestle with. Uh, Let's be honest, even the text itself, even the passage itself is wrestling with the whole idea here of what's going on. Verse 8 in here, this one about, hey, the guy commends the dishonest manager for acting shrewdly seems to almost be added as a period of saying, glossing it over, saying, wait a minute, this is shrewd, this is smart, this is okay in some way. Basically, in some ways, the text itself seems to almost excuse excuse itself from being explained. Because what are we trying to explain here? What are we asking people to do? Are you telling people to be dishonest in their dealings with money? Is that what this is about? I think it's one that we're meant to struggle with. We're meant to listen to. We're meant to use as a chance to examine our own hearts. But the truth is, this is an example of Jesus talking in a very real way like he often talks about money. He tries to point out that money maybe isn't quite as important as we seem to feel that it is. Don't make it more important than it is. In truth, I've heard it said before that we print the words in God we trust right there on the God that we trust because it's printed on the money that we treat as our God. When Jesus here is talking about dishonest wealth, at some level, is he talking about the manager is doing something illegal or the manager is doing something illegal? Is this some sort of shady operation? Are they cutting on their taxes? Are they doing something else? No, I think actually he's saying this is just simply wealth. This is money that is used by the current empire to do business the world's way. The truth is, it's beholden to operating the way the world works. And maybe what Jesus is calling for us to do is realize that there are other ways, that the kingdom of heaven is what maybe this money should be used for. Rather than using money to enslave, it should be used to set free. Rather than using to hold people down, it should be used to lift people up. Rather than being used to hoard up 
in make ourselves more comfortable, it should be used to give and to lift and to bring comfort to many people. Maybe the law of money of getting all you can in any way you can, any time you can, should be replaced with a different value about doing all the good you can, all the places you can, all the times you can, for all the people you can. Maybe instead of desiring more, it's saying God makes the laws that we live by, and we are called to love God, love our neighbor, even if that costs us something. Maybe we're not about using dishonest practices, but rather we're not being called to use money the way it's always been used. Instead, maybe this parable is about looking at the world we're living in and saying, maybe we can do this differently. Maybe we can have a relationship with each other first instead of with money first. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. Go over to facebook.com slash inspired stewardship and like our Facebook page and mark it that you'd like to get notifications from us so that we can connect with you on Facebook and make sure that we're serving you to the best of our abilities with time and tips there. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.